You're listening to the Connect Church podcast featuring the pastoral staff of Connect Church in Tupelo, Mississippi. This podcast delivers biblical truths, hot topic discussions, and encouragement you need on your daily journey to live like Christ. The Human Resources Department requires that I be available. Not sure if the invite cards are nifty, but the mustache is definitely not. He's in charge of our children. What are we doing? I don't. Here are your hosts, Terry Pierce, Andrew Pierce, and Tanner Stahl. Thank you all for being here. Let's get started. That's right. Let's get started here on podcast. I think this is number 30. Hey. I think. Hey. I could be wrong about that. I may be one off. I'm not sure. The big 3 um, I used to keep a good track of what number we're on, and now I don't even put the number on it until I actually upload it to the servers. And then I'm like, okay, what number are we on again? Okay, and then I'll just do the next one. So uh, I don't really remember, but I'm just going to guess it's number 30, and uh, we'll go with that. So how did you miss me? Yes. (laughs) I can tell y'all are just so excited to be here as you're scrambling on your iPads and your phones. Tanner's back. Head down. And uh, my mama, swapping chairs. My and, mama taught me if I didn't have anything nice to say, to not say anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, so how right, was the ball game? Um, I mean, it was a good game. It was a good game. I mean, it's entertaining. It's, There's no defense. No defense whatsoever, which is, that's the frustrating part. Like, And honestly, it's like, you're not, I'm not even mad that we lost because it was like, we're just one play away from winning the game, you know, but. It, it, if we had lost by like three touchdowns, then I'd be infuriated. But yeah. the way the game, you realize went, he wasn't missing because he went to the game, though, right? I didn't go to the game. I know that's what he said. So how was the game? As if that's why you missed. Oh no, he like, was. No, I was just asking normal about. conversation can pick up context from where we left off in the podcast. <laughs> right, right, right. And so, yeah. you know, know what we're going to here. Centerpiece, no. yes. Yeah. Uh, so um, honestly, it was frustrating, but not it, as frustrating as it could have been. I guess. Yeah, yeah. The um, uh, but I, I was thinking when I was watching it, and it was entertaining. It but sure it, was. But the thing was, is that it was literally. It looked like to me back in the day when I was playing touch football out in the back when. You know, you it was all offense, and your defense, you know, couldn't touch you. You know, whatever right. you couldn't tackle, so you did all that. So you just kept scoring. That's it was, what it looked like. It looked like your the, both defenses. If we could get as far away from the receivers and running backs and quarterbacks as we can, you know, don't touch anybody. Yeah, frustrating. I mean, there was times where both teams guys were so wide open, I could have thrown yeah. the pass and made it, a touchdown. It, it had flashbacks to you know 2016 through 2019. Those four years of, and maybe even 15 if you throw that in there, but those four years, 16 and 19, were the worst. Like, <laughs> not just the worst in Razorback history, but it was the worst in, like, college history, yeah, right? Yeah. It was the worst defense we've ever had. Yeah. And that's what that was flashbacking yeah. to for me. Um, it was one of those games where, like, um, I would love to be watching this game and enjoy it and not have an emotional uh, investment into this yeah, game. Yeah, right. Because that would have been a great game. <laughs> that you know was, what I'm saying? That was totally me. Yeah. Like, you don't care the outcome or what happens. Andrew and Ashton were there, and I was watching the grandkids, and I was like, this is fun. Yeah, yeah this right. Is fun. So, yeah. so, but anyways, that's that. All right, well, let's get into uh, what we're here for, and that is Sermon Recap, which uh, I'm just going to go ahead and preface, I have not watched yet. I have not found the time to go back and watch the sermon yet. Uh, so I'm going to be asking these questions uh, with a curious intrigue uh, here from the sermon. Um, I, when I was putting the sermon into the pro presenter, um, I thought, man, I have got like 18 songs that are just perfect for this sermon yeah. uh, that we could sing. Um, one of them 
uh, a Larnell. You ever heard of Larnell Harris? Yeah. You, do you have you ever heard of Larnell Harris, Andrew? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Why are you shaking your head? <laughs> it's obnoxious. <laughs> no, he oh was. He's gosh, not obnoxious. He's, he's one of the greatest of all time. He does your crap where he tries to hold the microphone down at his ankles to try and make oh it look more gosh. impressive. I can't stand Larnell Harris. He's You're awesome. racist, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Sandy, Sandy Patty and Larnell Harris. Larnell Harris Ugh. had a song called Didn't You Know, and mm-hmm. um, what I remember it from is a friend of mine that sent, showed it to me for the first time way back a long time ago was from Larnell live at Brooklyn Tabernacle, mm-hmm. and he sang this song called Didn't You Know, and it's about didn't you know I'd be in my father's house when they lost Jesus, mm-hmm. they're looking for Jesus, and he had these background singers that were just like, these no-name people, like uh, this guy named Guy Penrod and this guy named <laughs> Michael English and Jonathan Pierce, and you're like, I mean, seriously, no one knew who those people were yet. Wow. You know, that's how long ago it was. Well, I mean, Michael English was on the stage, but definitely no one knew who Guy Penrod was or Jonathan Pierce. But anyways, um, so I, I thought, man, I wish I could be here this Sunday and sing that song. But anyways, um, all right, let's get into your icebreaker that you gave out to our connectors. I really like this icebreaker. Was Guy Penrod's hair? Um, it was it was long. It was long still. And brown. It, was, yeah, it yeah. wasn't silver yet. Okay. It was okay, brown. Yeah, yeah. Um, this, was, this would have been like 1989 or 90 when this was recorded. So I, I just moved to Georgia and we were getting ready to have our I first was four. Kid. So um <laughs> let's see, icebreaker. Have you ever been mistaken for someone famous? Ooh, that's a good one. That was your question. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been mistaken? Have you well, have you ever been mistaken for someone famous? I've several people have come up to me and asked me if I was the rock. He's so full of crap. Uh, he's lying out his tooth. <laughs> because of the bald head. Yeah, that's that's it. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Andrew? No, I've never been. Trip Beasley tried to tell us that he had been mistaken for Morgan Wallen, and I'm not buying it. I don't know who that is. Oh my gosh, engaging the culture, y'all. <laughs> Just you know, the number one country singer. He's not Gary Penrod, but <laughs> I thought the number one country singer was the Oak Ridge Boys. Yeah, from 1985. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the 21st century. Yeah, but Kenny, Kenny Rogers is still not number one. Gosh. Chris Stapleton's not the number one singer. No, oh, I don't know. Chris Stapleton's amazing, but Luke Bryan, no, no. The guy from The Voice is that who that is? No. What's the guy on The Voice's name? Blake Shelton. Blake, Blake Shelton. Shelton. He's, Blake he's not the number one. He's, Blake Shelton's got to be number one. You guys are serious? I, I don't listen to country music. You guys so have I don't to know. engage with anything in culture just one time in your life. Blake Shelton has <laughs> now, not been number ask, one in country music. I have in the to last ask 20 this years. question: Is Morgan Wallen a guy or a girl? Oh my god! <laughs> I, I mean, that could go either way. Maybe he sings with Florida Georgia Line. And if it, you're and under it, the <laughs> age of sixty and you're listening to this podcast, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and that could go either way. Oh my word! Trips Good comparing night. you to this, so I mean, I don't know. It could be a guy or a girl. I don't Morgan know. Wallen is the same age as me. He's the num- probably the number one star in country music right now. And yes, he is a man. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know. I've he does have heard. a mullet, technically. <laughs> well, that it? would be more on Trips category. Then. Exactly. Yeah. That's why he said people mistake him for. Oh, they mistake him. I'm sorry. I thought you said they mistake you for that guy. No. Okay. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> I misread that. <laughs> No, Tripp said they mistook him for Morgan Wall. I'm still not buying it. But uh, I told Jonathan Burt that, so this will go with your 80s references, um, that he everybody should mistake him for Richard Simmons. 
Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm a pony. I'm a pony. <laughs> but what's bad is so like Jonathan and Hannah and Trip. Nobody knew who Richard Simmons was. Uh, so then yeah, I actually young. felt old for a second. Yeah, they're and everything, young. and I'm like, you guys seriously Google this? And Trip goes, dude, if you had curly hair, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's, that's awesome. Funny. Every time Jonathan, then Jonathan I, said words I cannot repeat on the podcast. <laughs> every time Jonathan goes to play disc golf with me, that's what he does when he loosens up. <laughs> I'm, a Look, I'm a pony. I'm a Look pony. Look at me. <laughs> Where's the outfits too? I. I did get mistaken once for a celebrity. Did you? I, I oh, was gosh. at the Nashville Sounds baseball game, just enjoying myself. Uh, me and Ashley were there. Was there, and um, I was with my friend. Uh, we call him Deaf Jared because he's deaf, but Jared was there and a bunch of other guys. <laughs> this is a true story, I promise you. And these little kids, and he's getting on to you, Andrew, about me. <laughs> <laughs> these little kids. Um, that's, Poor Jared. It's Deaf Jared. That's that's his name. In Bible college, he would during chapel he would turn his hearing aids off and sit there and not listen to a thing. Well, there was probably several of us yeah. that wanted to do that. Anyways, uh, I wish so we're I had hearing aids. <laughs> we're at the baseball game, and I don't know. We're probably four or five innings in, and and like four kids come up to me with baseballs and a and a pen, wanted me to sign their baseballs, and I'm like, okay, who do y'all? Th- I mean, I said, who do y'all think I am? And they thought I was the Rascal Flats guy. Like legit, yeah, I, I could see, see a little bit of that. I could see a little bit of that. And I told him that Def Jared was our bus driver, and so he was signing their baseballs too. You That's know? awesome. That is awesome. I didn't want to break Gary? their hearts. Gary, isn't that his name? The lead that singer. Sounds one? right. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. kind of I can pull kind that off. of can, resemble yeah. it. He's my doppelganger. Yeah, <laughs> a little, little shorter, fatter version, but yes, yeah, so. sings a little higher. <laughs> yeah, great, great singer, great yeah. songwriter too. Anyways, all right. So that's our that's your icebreaker question. Well, you, well, you had a famous moment. So um, what? Um, my mind just went blank. No, you got to um, you got recognized by Bill Gaither's piano player. That's that's true. That's valid. I did. He walked on the bus. He said, "Tanner, I haven't seen you in ten years. What are you doing here?" <laughs> Say that was your moment, man. That's it. That, that, was, that, was, that was your thing. So. That was it. Um, but I was I wasn't mistaken for a celebrity. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You were the celebrity. That's right. Exactly. You were the celebrity. Ah, there you go. Yeah, when you're a celebrity, <laughs> adios, yes. yeah. That's a country song, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know that one. Oh, okay. I, I, actually, I actually know that one. That's old country. That's Who's old that, country. Brad Paisley? Or, mm-hmm. okay, that's yeah. it. That's it. Yeah. All right, man, this podcast is just doing really <laughs> good for, you, for your souls this morning. Um, We're sorry. Jesus. Yeah. He's our favorite celebrity. All right, so the sermon title was, When You Lose Jesus, out of Luke chapter 2, 41 uh, through 52. And your point, two points this, this Sunday. Yeah, just two pointers. Where did I go wrong? And relief when you find him. You know, I feel as parents, we ask that a lot. Where did I go wrong? <laughs> My mother said that all the time. What had it, What did I do wrong? <laughs> I failed. Oh. It was at your sister's, though, right? No, it was definitely at me. <laughs> no, uh, I, I, I could see her saying that I was that trying a lot. to be nice, Tanner. <laughs> I could see her saying a lot with Tanner growing up. So, yeah. It was definitely at me. But they did good. All right, anyway, so, Andrew, give me one of the most meaningful statements you heard from this sermon uh, of when you lose Jesus. Um, one of the most meaningful statements, really, well, it wasn't Terry's words. <laughs> it was the writer of Hebrews, just that, that passage in Hebrews chapter 10. It was a, a major gut check moment um, when you read that passage, which, you know, I'm not going to read all of that. But, you know, just saying that basically the difference between when we sin, when we mess up, and, you know, knowing the conviction of the Holy Spirit, knowing we've done wrong and needing God's grace, but then when we deliberately just go against what God has either asked us to do or asked us not to do. Um, but when we deliberately, you know, sin, it, it, the difference in there and withholding judgment, or excuse me, withholding mercy um, and giving judgment and stuff. And y'all, I'm, I, we talk about, you know, the grace of God and absolutely it's, 
incredible and every and 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 covers a multitude of sins. His grace is sufficient for every weakness. It's you know that there needs to be a major emphasis on that. However, at the same time, you know our his judgment is still real. You know there needs to be a healthy fear of the Lord that He's not just you know the rainbow and butterfly God. He's also the the God that you know executes judgment. He is righteous. He is holy, um, and. And it's not just like I'm waiting for the shoe to drop type God. It's it's that relationship aspect. But in the same way for a healthy relationship with your parents, you know, there is a fear that because you respect them, you honor them and things like that. But even in a more perfect relationship, he is the ultimate judge. He is the ultimate authority. He is holy. He is all of these things, but he also gives even more grace. And so anyways, that was just a major gut check moment where that's pretty much where we had all of our conversation, you know, in our connect group about all of that. And I thought it was great. Yeah, it's interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> you didn't listen to a word I said. <laughs> he just, I he's like the Energizer Bunny. He just doesn't shut up. He's just going and going, run on sentence after run on sentence. I'm, I wonder where you learned that from. I, I got know. it honest. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I got it honest. Blinn. All right, so you wrote down the following quote. They lost Jesus, but they never stopped looking for him until they found him. Uh, what did you learn today about why this needs to be so important in our lives? Yeah, I think that uh, for me, um, uh, not really answering your question, but uh, speaking of one run on sentence, but is um, I think it was a moment um, that it's, you know, there's just, I, I knew it going into it when, you know, we, we even announced it in the service before I ever started and we just had a time of prayer, is you could just sense that God was up to something big um, Sunday and it was fantastic to watch. Um, you know, folks coming to the altar and making decisions. Uh, one of the praise band members uh, on your team there, Tanner, was sharing with her mom, and she shared it in our Connect group Sunday night that, you know, she said it just was overwhelming again to hear you know, somebody just coming to the altar sobbing and weeping, you know, as soon as the invitation was given to just know that, you know, listen, I've um, been in church and I knew all this stuff, but I've literally been running away from God and to just openly cry out, God, forgive me and come into my heart and my life. And she got saved. And, you know, just to see, you know, others doing very similar type things. And it's been, um, you know, and it's it's so fantastic. We ask folks to share this message and it's been blowing up on social media uh, folks sharing the message. I was in Illinois the last couple of days, and, you know, they were talking about it there. And some folks come up to me, you know, family and friends and stuff. And so it's it's been amazing uh, how God has used this message to really remind us of the dangers. And so, man, continue to share this. Um, it's it, it was just one of those messages straight from God. That's awesome. I did see, um, I have watched the beginning and the ends of the service. So I did see that someone came down and Belen was, uh, prayed with her and, and she gloriously uh, gave her life to the yeah. Lord. I didn't recognize that person. So that was, I mean, I don't yeah. know if she'd been coming or not. It was her second week. Uh, second week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I didn't recognize yeah. her. So I thought, man, how cool is that? And yeah. with all the baptisms uh, that happened in the first service, God is really doing some awesome things. If we'll just let him do it. And if we will yeah. follow his spirit and follow the lead in that. Um, I, when I talked to some of the guys in the band, they said, man, the service, the spirit was really moving in that, uh, 
in that uh, second service. Um, I didn't hear anything about first service, though. How was that one? <laughs> it, uh, it was good. It was good. Yeah, it was, it was similar thought. You know, just uh, folks, you know, I think there was a lot of just decisions that were made because it was, it was such a basic message, but it's, you know, talking about the fact that we all leave Jesus at one time or another and, you know, wherever you're at. And, and then, you know, it was uh, we, my brother-in-law in Illinois was telling me that, um, um, you know, just sharing it, you know, publicly with other folks. And uh, we, we've heard that all over as people, not even from our webpage, but just sharing it with their family and friends. And Come out. Just, Who's your brother-in-law in Illinois? Tim Austin. Oh. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I know. I was, I'm sorry. I was thinking your brother in Illinois. Oh, no. Yes. Yeah. I, we, we, we sorry saw, you, saw, you saw, threw us both for a loop because we know, both looked we at both, each other like who yeah. your brother-in-law <laughs> andrew your mom has family too <laughs> <laughs> sorry tim yeah I I really well in, i guess i thought they lived in georgia not illinois no. i don't know what i was thinking yeah. she does have a sister in georgia but okay her other and, sister and then she has a sister in illinois that's been there all of her life <laughs> Yeah, awkward. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie; I don't even remember what you were talking about now because we both said he was talking about his, his brother-in-law sharing the service. And oh, okay, about yes, it. yes. So. And so, anyway, uh, I just want to encourage all of our listeners to keep. Uh, you know, if you haven't listened to it, to go back and check it out. And it, it was cool. Is uh, some of Daniel, my nephew's uh, friends and stuff, were talking about listening to. Uh, you know, the podcast and the sermons and the different things and that they listen to the podcast weekly, you know, there and that, uh, and so it was just neat. Uh, and it was just, it was just a very challenging message about, you know, really we, we play games with God. And, and I think my favorite thing that uh, is just sharing with folks is that, you know, we talk about Jesus and we talk about him and we post nice little things about him, but we, it doesn't do us any good if we're not following him. So let me ask you this question, and I have my answer, and I immediately go to the answer I've heard before, but how do you think Mary and Joseph felt um, after losing Jesus and then uh, and then finding him? Yeah. Um, I've always heard Mark Lowry say, have you ever heard of Mark Lowry, Andrew? I've always heard Mark <laughs> Lowry say when he's setting up his song about Mary, did you know, and all right, that right. stuff, he always says, imagine, and he goes back to this verse, he says, mm. imagine being entrusted with God's kid and you lost it. Yeah, like, yeah. Imagine what that would be, not only as a parent, that, but as, as you lost God's kid. Well, that was that, that was also, that was really the the moment that we predicated the whole sermon off of Tanner's. That's where I drew the audience in, and I just challenged them with that very thought, uh, is that I said, you know, and then, but then I turned it on them, and I just said, and every one of you have lost Jesus. Yeah. And at that moment, the audience was just mm-hmm. like, boom, they were there. And so the rest of the sermon was about, you know, w- what are you doing when you've lost Jesus, and the difference between Mary and Joseph is they kept looking for him until they found him and right. that we don't. Yeah. And what a perfect song um, to go with this. You know, what do you experience when you come back to Jesus? What y'all sing right before the sermon run to the father. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, like, yeah, absolutely. Boy, yeah, I can, yeah. I can only imagine that that just went, yeah, flowed perfectly. See, that's the benefit I get to do is, uh, you know, being the lead pastor is I get to sing the songs and while I'm thinking about well, the message. Well, we ask message, you not to. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but Jesus does want me to sing anyway, despite what the congregation says. And so, um, but I get to hear the theology of the songs, knowing that that's what I'm getting ready to preach on. And so, and then I get to do it in the second service yep. and already knowing all that. So it's just all really right. fantastic. All right. Anything else you want to add to it, Andrew? Yes, I do. Um, Mary did know. Gabriel literally told her. So, Mark Lowry, 
Eat it. <laughs> He's just jealous. He's just jealous. Literally, the, it's it's called scripture, Mark Lowry. You need to read it. She oh did know. I'm about you're you're muted. All right, Terry, you got anything else you want to add to this podcast? Well, speaking actually of that subject matter, is that um, I think that it is fantastic though that uh, that um, you know when Mary comes in, she does the whole parent thing, you know, and all of us would do there. You know, you come back to Jesus, you know, and really, if you translate it in the original Greek, she's like, "What were you?" thinking you know so, i wonder if he got a whooping and so yeah, she, she comes up to him but uh she didn't after he responded and he you know and people read it through american english and they just don't get it but he really was very if you could translate his voice and and all of that the inflection he was saying mom and we've all been there as kids too uh and mom don't you remember mm-hmm is that this is what Gabriel told you I would be about, as I would be doing the Father's yeah. mission. And at that point, she goes, good point. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, okay, right, exactly. Don't do it again. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> if and, you want to do it, just don't run off. And then Jesus submitted to her and went with her. And That's right. So, so anyway, it's just uh, interesting thoughts. All right, that's good. You got any other thoughts? No, you're still muted. I forgot. You're still muted. You do not get to disrespect the Sir Mark Lowry and talk on my podcast. So. Oh, 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 sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, that's good. Well, I cannot wait to get uh, to listen to that later this afternoon. That's when I plan on doing it. Sorry, it just didn't work out to get to listen to it before the podcast. But, you know, when you miss a whole week, you got to catch up, and there's stuff I got to get done. So, anyways. Um, all right. Cool. What's uh, Give us a teaser for this Sunday. What are we? Uh, yeah, we're going to. Because the last two, uh, pa- uh, parenting yeah. and then losing Jesus, that's pretty yeah. good. That's, it was, it was what are you going to follow that up with? Uh, we got a, we got a home run. John the Baptist. And so he's a different dude, man. So we're going to talk to And we to have you. another baptism. Sunday. Another baptism. So, so, yeah, it fits in really well. And we're going to talk about the baptism of Jesus. Oh. Oh, yeah. So there you go. I got a song that the Hoppers used to sing called The Dove, how the dove descended on him all about the baptism. Maybe I'll bring that out Sunday. We'll see. I doubt it. But anyways, all right. So we're going to take a quick break and clear our throats. Sorry, I have been coughing like crazy today. Um, so sorry about that if you hear all the coughing we'll take a quick break and come back with the rest of the connect church tupelo podcast have you been looking for a place to call home need a place that makes you feel welcome and valued while at the same time growing spiritually in christ and biblical truths at connect church our mission is all about loving god loving people and making disciples when we gather together there's a spirit of worship a spirit of kindness and a spirit of welcoming to anyone and everyone who's seeking God's will and truth in their lives. We invite you to visit during one of our two Sunday services to discover how Connect Church can help you grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Our friendly and spirit-filled worship environment is just the place for you. Visit Connect Church this Sunday during our 9 o'clock or 10.30 a.m. services located at 1650 North Veterans Boulevard in Tupelo, Mississippi. Or you can check out our live stream on our Facebook page or our website at www.triconnect.church. Again, that's www.triconnect.church. We look forward to connecting with you. That's right. We look forward to connecting with you at Connect Church Tupelo, 1650 North Veterans Boulevard, Tupelo, Mississippi. You can uh, check out the church at www.triconnect.church. Again, that's www.triconnect.church. And I'm just repeating the commercial that Daniel Tucker already said. Anyways. <laughs> with a much, so, high, with a much higher pitch. Yes. So uh, a little housekeeping items I want to go over here on the podcast before we get into our best and the worst. Um, the Let's see. We, have, we only have... 
and blah, blah, blah. Trunk or treat coming up on, <laughs> uh, you advertise the 30th, but it is the 31st trunk or treat on Sunday, the 31st. Isn't that right? Yes. This yeah. would be why you only listen to Terry while he's preaching. Yes. <laughs> trunk or treat on the 31st. It's a Sunday, uh, 6 to 8 p.m. There'll be uh, Andrew's getting inflatables. He's going to have carnival games set up, and there's going to be an awesome concession stand uh, where the proceeds from all that food money will go to the youth renovation project uh, that's redoing the the old sanctuary uh, down on the other end of the building. But trunk or treat's always a fun night. It's packed out. We're going to be out in the front parking lot any other details you want to talk about other than that that's pretty much it man you covered it, it. Yeah, and I mean, you just, in case it rains we'll move everything inside to the youth room pray we don't have to yes. but you know we've got we're rain or shine we're having it yep two years ago when we had trunk or treat it rained and we moved it inside and it worked but it was i did not like it yeah, yeah we want to keep it outside if there possible. Was, there was hay everywhere <laughs> yeah um all right now and then after trunk or treat like the very next almost the next uh i guess it is the next thursday is the beast feast Thursday. Yeah. yeah. The Beast Feast is going to be awesome. Tickets are on sale for that. $15 a pop. Um, you get dinner and a show, and um, you can get a group rate uh, to buy a whole table of seven seats for like 100 bucks or something like that. There's a discount. Like I'm not sure what, exactly what it is. But you get to uh, get your tickets out in the gathering space. There's a table set up with um, Russ Harrington. We'll be in charge of all that. Listen to Yacht Yacht. Yacht Yacht. Now, I don't speak redneck as well as you'd think I would. When he was here, what he was hilarious what little parts I got, but I just didn't – I couldn't understand half of it, so I just – it was, but everyone in the audience, boy, they they were fluent. They knew exactly yeah. what he was saying. <laughs> I've been down here long enough. I got it all. So when I was, was in South Georgia, we did a Christmas play, and uh, I was trying to get my, one of my lead actors. I said, "Bro, you've got to enunciate. I cannot understand a word you are saying." And he said, "Well, bro, Tanner, I don't just because you can't, everybody else can." I said, "Well, that's a valid point." I said, "I'm not." He said, "You ain't from here." <laughs> I said, "Yeah." My personal right. favorite. We went to a uh, an Easter play and. It was in Morgantown, Kentucky, and everything else. And so when Jesus would speak, you know, in the Easter Passion Play and everything, like, y'all come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And I'm like, Lord, have mercy. I don't think Jesus was from Kentucky. Nor did he have a mullet. <laughs> he didn't have a mullet. He didn't have to wear a wig. The dude straight up had a mullet. Guaranteed. Oh, man. All right, so connect groups, uh, or everybody get your Beast Feast tickets. It's going to be awesome. The food is going to be incredible. It was last time, the one yes. time I've been. I just, yes. If you don't like that kind of food, I'll pray for you. Shame yeah, on you. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not like something we're going to eat all the time, but when you do get to eat it, man, it's good. You're missing Amen. out on life. That's right. All right, and it's time for the groups, our connect groups, to start working on our service projects. Uh, start planning and praying about that. We uh, service projects are always fun, especially since you know I'm supposed to be in Japan right now. Did you know that? No, I'm mm. supposed to be in Japan eating sushi and ramen. Thanks, COVID. Yeah, way yeah. to go. A- Andrew's upset. Yeah. Because you're not in Japan. Because I'm not in Japan. <laughs> I'm upset because I'm not in Japan. Anyways, uh, but the, in place of these mission trips, this is how we get to really kind of get out and serve a little bit is through our service projects. Yes, definitely. So, uh, and then also the Chili Cook-Off uh, that is uh, sponsored by uh, John and Jeannie Jones's Connect Group. Uh, the contest that the chili cook-off contest is Wednesday, October 20th at 6.30. Jody just texted me. He said they already have nine entries. Nice. So that's going to be awesome. I hope I get to judge that too like we yeah, did in the States. definitely. I think we should be. Um, so <laughs> be uh, be involved in the chili cook-off contest for that. All right. It's time to get into our favorite segment, the best and the worst of the weekend. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Wait, 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 wait. Which was it? This is the worst. Simply the best. Yeah. All right, Andrew, did you come prepared? 
<laughs> Why do you even ask? <laughs> I have a best. All right, give us your best. Well, duh, Saturday. Oh, whoopie doo. Uh, whoopie doo. Let me just say, y'all stadium is like, have you ever heard of War Memorial Stadium in Little Rock? It's a dump, okay? And the Razorbacks play there once a year, and it is a trash hole. That is, that is what Bot Hemingway looks like. It is like War Memorial just in Oxford. It's terrible. You're full of crap. But I will say this. For the amount of money that Ole Miss brings in, all their donors and everything else, we should have a nicer stadium than we do. I would agree to some extent on that. But it ain't a dump. I like the stadium. No, the Grove and the campus is beautiful. Honestly, the stadium is not up to par. To be honest, as far as the setup of it, most college, like major college football, every place in the SEC, maybe except for Vanderbilt, has a nicer stadium than Ole Miss. It really is not that big. It's not that great. Um, You know, that's just my opinion. Also, uh, thanks to – well, never mind. I can't get political. Um, Thanks to certain uh, powers that be, um, (laughs) there was no food almost at the entire game. They would wait. We had to wait for – Ashland missed a whole quarter waiting in line for food just to get to the front zone. It wasn't even a sellout. There were empty seats everywhere. I know. Are I know, serious? and so they would said, "Yeah, everything's backlogged. We can't get trucks wow. here. Everything, the Chick Fil A, the barbecue, the chicken fingers, nothing. Like they had no food at hardly wow. at the stadium. It's rough, but um, it still was amazing to be there and watch in person. You know, I agree with them that neither team has a defense, and this will be interesting mm. for the rest of the season. But well, what's crazy um, was our defense has been. Whoa, our, whoa, whoa! This is my best. No, I'm going off the point. <laughs> what, what's crazy is that our defense is what won us that Texas and the A&M mm, game right. was the defense. You know, like, right. where'd that go? Anyways, it was, it was, so. They were still on the bus. Yeah, I guess so. It's it's going to be a crazy rest of the season for sure. But, man, it was a great game to be at. Um, I will say my other best was um, Ashland, you know, hasn't been around many Arkansas fans <laughs> except for Tanner, um, which I guess this would count as my worst, too. Man, they were flipping annoying. Our seats, unfortunately, were really close to the visitor <laughs> section. So every time they scored, it was... And, and we scored a lot. I know, and it was so obnoxious. They that their ears were ringing. Yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you, know, you know what? And, it, and Ashton was like, "Good night." That's annoying. Here's, and how, here's how you combat that, right there. Sell out your home games, losers. <laughs> well, yep. there was one strip. There was literally just yeah, one there's, strip. There's a section of, of visitor fans, right, right. and that that's there was more than that. But like, as far as like a whole section, like there was just one strip that was there. There was uh, like pretty much all Arkansas fans, and we were like the s- two sections over from that. But um, there were two guys that were apparently were friends with Ole Miss people because there was nothing but Ole Miss people around us except yeah. for these two guys. And y'all, I kid you not. Ashlyn just looked at me, and it probably was not the nicest, most politically correct thing. She goes, this, this is what I think of when I think of Arkansas. They might have had four teeth between the two of them. <laughs> oh, my gosh. They were hilarious. Whatever works. They were drunk <laughs> off their tails with their Ole Miss buddies right next to them. And oh, oh, the Ole Miss people weren't any better, just saying. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> saying. <laughs> they were, but them two sitting next to each other, I, one of them was trying to get the number of a lady that was probably 40 years older than him uh, <laughs> right behind them and everything. Like, they were just... Oh man, it was good. It was fun to watch. So we had we had a good game. We had good entertainment in the Arkansas fans. It was it was great all the way around. It was worth it. All right, Terry, what's your best? Uh today, um William Shatner shot into space. And so uh, Like did he die and go? Or no, he's, I mean, he's like eighty five, right? <laughs> no, he went with Bezos, you know, rockets and stuff, and so they shot uh, William Shatner went into space today and so, Star Trek guy. Yeah, at ninety years old. Old. It was to infinity and in, okay. in, to inf- no, he's not infinity and beyond. That's that, Buzz. Yeah, yeah. That's Buzz Williams. He's uh, Buzz Williams. 
<laughs> Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear. So he's, Sorry, Buzz Williams is the head basketball coach of Texas A&M. <laughs> <laughs> why, why would you even want to know I don't that? Know. So, yeah. so uh, no, Star Trek was in the 60s, and it was to go where no man has ever been before. And so That's really your best for the whole last week? You had a sad week, man. <laughs> yeah, you went to you went and saw mom and your family. Yeah, that, you know, had people got saved Sunday. <laughs> we haven't got to baptize two people. But, but Jeff Bezos and some Star Trek guy went to space. <laughs> now, what did his rocket look like? Did it look like that other one that looked like an inappropriate male? Oh yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that though? Like I haven't. I don't know that I want to now. <laughs> I'll find it. Oh, gosh. Um, Put that as the uh, thumbnail for yeah. this podcast. No, <laughs> no, no, no. My, my best this week um, was <laughs> the turnout for the Perry's concert. Like, for, like <laughs> going into that, I, there could be 50 people here. I don't know. But we had a very good crowd. Yeah. And we had, it was honestly, it was one of our better dates of the weekend. I can honestly say. Wednesday wow. was really good. Um, but, the, but the Friday night concert here was really good. And, and Carly got saved. Yeah, yeah you know? that's awesome. So somebody got saved at the concert. Andrew didn't bother to show up at a church event. So, um, <laughs> you know, whatever. But uh, that was my best was the turnout of the Paris concert. I appreciate everybody coming out and supporting uh, not only me uh, as your worship pastor, but the Perrys uh, as well. And everyone who said that they had never heard anything like that before, they said, you know, I'm not going to listen to that like all the time, but I really enjoyed it. And I said, that's, ex- that's exactly it. That's the point to me. Maybe mm-hmm. not to anybody else, but to me, that's the point. You know, but whatever. All right, Andrew, what's your worst of the week? Man, I've, I'm just going to plead the fifth a little bit because all of my actual worst, I would probably get fired if I shared on the podcast or got my family in trouble. But uh, my worst would probably just have to be dealing with Arkansas fans. As we were walking into the stadium the entire time, like just walking, you know, we parked off campus and had to walk a good ways. There, Y'all, I thought maybe it was just Tanner. I really thought maybe it's just Tanner being the obnoxious person that he is how am i obnoxious <laughs> dude everybody in this podcast knows you. <laughs> knows the answer to that question but literally there was probably you know there was a handful of them walking around as we're walking in the gate and like there was like one guy he would just walk over and he would say hey sir 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 whoop pig sir 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 sir, sir whoop pig Whoop pig. And I'm not kidding. Like, he would get in your face. Woo pig. <laughs> he would get in his face with his, or in your face with his hand and say, sir, 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 woo pig. And like, just keep walking. Like, what a. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It's all of you show idiots. Me, show me video or I don't believe it. Oh my gosh. Go ask Jonathan Mills. He yeah. can vouch for it. Yeah. I want to see video or it didn't happen. Terry, what's your worst of the week? Mine was uh, after visiting with my family. <laughs> Is that, um, being able to, Daniel um, cooked a steak uh, okay. for me, and it was and it had it was he used a coffee rub, a coffee, coffee rub. rub, and the steak was amazing, and so that was my worst of the week. That it was the coffee rub? No, it was amazing steak. The fact that I had to leave and there was an extra one there and I couldn't take it with uh, me. Oh. Well, that's, that is sad. And he, he wanted to know, because he listens to the podcast every week, he said, I wanted to know how did it compare to the steak, steak eating con- contest. Okay. And he said what I entered. I said, it's definitely a top three. Was you it know? a medium? So, did it look good? Uh, oh, did yeah, you judge he, it like he, you're he, supposed he, to be judged? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. That's what he did. I walked yeah. him through the criteria and all of that <laughs> stuff. So, yeah, it was, it was awesome. He had his, he had his picture. <laughs> yeah, it was... Yeah, it was amazing. That's awesome. 
Um, all right, my worst of the week is if you keep up with the NFL at all, is the John Gruden fiasco. Yeah, I know. Last week, my worst. See, that's of the week what was, I was like. I wasn't going to share it just because. I've, <laughs> anyways, go ahead. Uh, my, la- last week, my worst of the week was Urban Meyer. Now mm. Urban Meyer is looking around like, "Have you guys seen John Gruden?" Like, you know, like, <laughs> like, that's it's terrible. But the thing is, is like, you know, Urban Meyer's trash. I'm sure John Gruden probably is trash, but in this case, he does not deserve to be fired and and all that other okay what, what was said he'll, he'll never work again what was said was inappropriate and stuff absolutely we're not like condoning or condo- or you know anything like what right. was said or anything urban myers happened like last week yes and was in my opinion significantly worse all with right. video evidence of right. groping and sexual harassment and everything yes. else this was just and it was verbal assault and things you know where but this was 10 years ago yeah. in an email deshaun watson has 24 emails. sexual <laughs> harassment open lawsuits currently but we're not going to touch him because he makes enough money for the nfl no, viewers I mean, he doesn't he's not playing anyway so i'm no. just saying though like where is the consistency exactly. in any that's of this it, that's, that's see, i wasn't gonna share any of this but tanner got political <laughs> that, that, it's not political it's common sense it is it's so stupid well, i'm not even that political like i'm not involved in any of this but this is completely stupid well, one of the reporters did say, though, in defense of Urban Meyer, that sh- the girl asked him, I've lost my wallet, sir. Can you help me find it? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, Never mind this. All right, let's get into it. the Jaguars don't even ha- they haven't won a game. Uh, they're terrible. I really thought they were going to beat the Titans this week because that would be our luck. You know, yeah. all, this, all this happens. We lost to the Jets. All this happens with Urban Meyer, and then they're going to get their first Not going to lie, as an them. Arkansas fan and a Titans fan, like you guys have some of the most inconsistent football seasons yes. Don't get me started on the Predators. Oh, right. God. Um, this might be a stupid question. Uh, there's no such thing as a stupid question. What a stupid question that is. You ask a lot of stupid questions. Can I ask a dumb question? Better than anyone I know. Uh, better than anyone. All right. Dumb, <laughs> dumb questions. This is probably one of my favorite set of dumb questions that we've had here on the show. Oh, All dear. right. So let, let's see if, if you guys like them or not. Um, if prunes are dried plums, okay, where do they get prune juice from? Huh? Quit picking at your mustache. Think about it. No, this is how I think. Like, you see, I don't like this segment. He calls them dumb questions, and then they really explode my mind. (laughs) I've got 12 brain cells left, sir, and you're making me fire on all cylinders here trying to figure this out. Is it, is it what happens after you eat the prunes? <laughs> Sorry. Hey, that's good. That's good. I like that. I like that. Yeah, winner. Yeah. He only knows that because he has to eat prune juice now. <laughs> yeah. All right, here's another one. Uh, so, ooh, speaking of this one. Yay, Why Mario. did they name Donkey Kong that way if he's a monkey and not a donkey? Hmm. I've actually wondered that for years. I've never even thought about it before. Oh, I have. Donkey Kong. Yes. yes. You know, yeah, yeah. He's a big gorilla, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Throws the barrels. and Yeah. 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 It's what, what, probably, and Diddy Kong is a little monkey. Would you know that that's like only one of two video games I've ever played in my life? Donkey Kong? Mm-hmm. DK. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I mean, huh. something about it. All right. My last <laughs> one is one of my favorite ones. So uh, this, you'll like this, Terry. Um, can atheists get insurance policies that cover acts of God? <laughs> it's very hypocritical if they do yes yes, yes, yes. you know what i always say there, <laughs> there's no atheists in hell yeah well, well think about it there's no atheists in hell because once they get there they know there's a god they, they believe in it that they point. believe it oh <laughs> i'm like well where did they go then tanner <laughs>
Yeah, Andrew's been gone for about 30 minutes. <laughs> their, their, ins- their insurance policy didn't cover that trip. So, anyways. Wow, that that that's good. That's wow. Good. You're right, blowing well, my mind. That, anything, anything else on the podcast from you guys? I can't function now. You're making yeah. my brain hurt. <laughs> you know where I'm going right now. Right now. Tacos. I'm going to Cantino. Yeah. What's that place called? Cantina del Sol. Their lunch opened for the first time, I guess, today. The buffet. And I'm going. Have you ever been for supper yet? I've never been for oh supper. Oh, my gosh. You're missing it. I dude. might even suffer for Christ and go with them. We eat their Saturday. <laughs> we, we eat their Saturday night. It's still amazing. Good. Nothing. You, you just can't go wrong. Hey, I will tell you what, though. I took the Perry's down to the nautical whimsy for mm-hmm. Friday's buffet. They had... Oh my goodness! They had shrimp and grits. Oh yeah, fried catfish. Yes, baked spaghetti. Oh my! That's Lord. Every, I told that's, a man that's, that's, their, that's the best buffet I've ever had. It's like every Friday that way though. Yeah, I, I just I've just never been on a Friday. Oh, it's amazing on so Friday. Friday's their best day. They loved it. They said if they ever come back to Tupelo, they want to go back to the nautical. For gotcha. sure. Amen. So uh, there's your local plug too. There it is. I'm <laughs> telling you, it was so good. All right, that's all for the podcast. Thanks for listening today. Y'all have a great week, and we'll see you next week on the Connect Church Tupelo podcast. Peace. <laughs>